Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us, and I'm thankful to be your host. We're going to be looking at one of my favorite archaeological things to look at, starting many years ago reading Randall Price and I think Celine Rittmeyer and so many others. There are great YouTube videos on this as well. And it's locating Solomon's Temple, locating Solomon's Temple on the Temple Mount. So let's get started, and uh, we're in the popular handbook of archaeology in the Bible by Geisler and Holden, a phenomenal book, used it for many years, textbook at Indiana Bible College, we just kind of use it as a base text and then uh, bounce around <laughs> from that. So pages 334, 335, great book, I recommend it to everybody, wish the world could get it. So first of all, there's a picture here. And it says this, the final landing step includes pre-Herodian stone set at an angle parallel to the central portion of the current eastern wall, which is located in the same place at Solomon's eastern wall. This led archaeologist Lean Rittmeyer, who I like a lot of their work, to believe that this stone course forms the western wall boundary of Solomon's square temple platform. Of course, the Masons have a lot to say about Solomon's Temple. Um, not going to go there. And uh, so that's just really good. He's also got a footnote down here about seal impressions of people in the Old Testament. Um, because there have been so many seals found on the Temple Mount. So examinations of structures and features open to the naked eye can offer fruitful results as seen in the previous discussion of the Herodian reconstruction of the temple. For example, visible at the base of the northwestern stamps are large pre-Herodian stones that some, such as Lean Rittmeyer, 2006, proposed to be the northern, northwesternmost edge of Solomon's raised Temple Mount platform. Moreover, Herodian platform paving stones are visible, these would have provided adequate space for worshipers and non-Jews as they circulated around the open Temple Mount area. In addition, cisterns for washing and ritual cleansing, mikvahs as well, and the Temple Mount retaining wall themselves, though most of the middle and upper courses of stone contained in the walls were placed during the Islamic and Crusader period, are visible. It says cisterns and all this. I think mikvahs are there as well. Perhaps the most telling feature involving the Jewish temple is the sacred rock that's covered in the dome of the rock structure known as the, and let me get this right, the S-Sakra, S-A-K-H-R-A, Arabic for rock, S-Sakra, where Muhammad is said to have ascended to heaven. Recent analysis from 1968 to 2006 of the Temple Mount, the data by leading expert in archaeological Architect Dr. Lean Rittmeyer has led him to identify the location of the Solomon and Herodian uh, temple as the place where the Muslim Dome of the Rock stands today. A lot of history on that as well. Among other theories of where the first and second temples were located, dating back to the Melkar de Vogue's northern theory in 1864, Rittmeyer's proposal is distinguished by hard literary and archaeological research. His participation with Israel archaeologist Benjamin Mazar, the Mazar family, our leading family, especially of the Jerusalem area archaeology, of Hebrew University in Jerusalem, 
in excavations from 68 to 1978 of the southwest corner and surrounding area of the Temple Mount have made him the world's foremost expert of the Temple Mount topic. He possesses the most current archaeological research pertaining to the location of both temples. That'd be Solomon's and then Herod's, on and on. His research on the important and fascinating topic was published in the quest revealing the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, 2006. Rittmeyer explains, and I don't think I've read that book. I don't think. I think I got it maybe when it first came out. But I don't think I, I read Price's couple, three books on that and, and other subjects. I may have seen him on video, though. Rittmeyer explains that according to the measurements of the size of the Temple Mount found in Josephus in the 2nd century A.D. Mishnah, combined with current archaeological data, the original raised temple platform constructed by Solomon was 500 cubits by 500 cubits, or somewhere around 750 feet by 750 feet square. According to Rittmeyer, confusion exists as to the location of Solomon Square Temple Mount because of the misapplication of key text in Josephus in the Mishnah's Madat. The principal error made by most researchers is to equate the Square Temple Mount described both by Josephus and Madat, with that built by Herod the Great. Such a position cannot be maintained, as neither of the measurements given in these two sources can be reconciled with the dimensions of the present-day Temple Mount constructed by Herod. One last paragraph, kind of lengthy though, Rittmeyer has established these measurements not only from literature, but from hard facts on the ground. Specifically, the bottom step comprised of a line of pre-Herodian stones laid in a north-south direction, located in the northwestern corner, descending from the current race platform. <coughs> His identification of their unique angle, that is that they are parallel to the central section of the eastern wall that overlooks the Kidron Valley, which is believed to be in its original location in the time of Solomon, and end exactly at the northern edge of the current race platform has led him to believe that these large stepstones step formed one of the three sides of Solomon's Square Temple Mount. Rittmeyer proposed that these stepstones were set on bedrock form part of the 500-cubit western wall course of Solomon's Temple Mount. From this data, it is easy to mark out the 500 cubits by 500 cubit square mentioned in the adult. So, fascinating, and he's probably right in that. I've seen so many speculations on where it is and the markings and the well of the souls and all of this foundation stone of the world, Ark of the Covenant being on the rock in the Dome of the Rock. The Ark of the Covenant currently underneath the Dome of the Rock. But, uh, anyhow, we go into some more musings of that. But again, we just want to say, hey, thank you for being with us today. Pray for us. Join us daily and share with your friends, family, church, family. Pray God's blessings on us. And we pray God's richest blessings on you as well in the name of Jesus. And uh, let's just keep going through biblical archaeology. It is an amazing field. It's, in my opinion, a neglected field, especially in popular culture. And most people just don't know. And uh, if you can turn them on to books like this book we're using currently as a textbook, other 
textbooks and the Rose Publishing Literature and the Premier Study Bible and the Thompson and the Open. We've used all those as kind of base textbooks in times past. And so much more literature, even this podcast and other great podcasts and YouTube channels like it. It's really irrefutable, and I think there could be an amazing uh, mass conversion of people repenting and coming to the Lord because of the irrefutable proofs, many infallible proofs. So God bless. Hey, thanks for being with us. Pray for us. We'll talk with you later. Bye-bye.